you do you have an incredible move set, man, including the nightmare pendulum where you finish people off so viciously, man. You also have incredibly strong suplexes, overhead suplexes, man. So it's like how much do you bench, man? <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I I tried to find out once, but the gym ran out of weight. So we're trying our we're trying our best to contact NASA. Hopefully there's some kind of experiment we could do. But uh, until then, the upper limits of my strength are, uh, you know, they're anybody's guess. Welcome back, baby faces. Victor Villain here. Let's see who's making it way to the ring. This just, you heard, JP Savage. Ooh, fellas, time to shoot the ish again. And we got another one for them. Let's hit him with the fuego once again. Like, you know how we do. He is the blueprint of a perfect professional wrestler. The creamiest of the crop. Your MLW National Open Weight Champion, Mr. Hammerstone, ladies and gentlemen. Alex, talk to him. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. (laughs) <laughs> How you doing, man? How you doing? What you up to these days, man? I'm doing fantastic, and uh, I know you guys probably want to kayfabe it for the audience, but uh, <laughs> these guys just had to completely redo the intro because they botched it the first time. <laughs> uh, I just want to, to expose you. Damn, Listen, man, you that, that, no, that, mother. That, hey, that's wait, like wait, the number wait, one rule, that, bro. You know what? what? True, it, that's what it's true. Heel fashion, though. I, I respect it. I respect the true heelism there. <laughs> <laughs> wait, now you know what it's like when you're when we're working and some asshole starts chanting, "You fucked up." You, you fucked. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's one of our shirts. That's, that's not- <laughs> but you can get now on ProWrestlingTees.com. <laughs> You're supposed to be plugging my merch, bro. Come on. <laughs> In Drew Hill fashion. <laughs> We're excited to have you on the show, man. Big, big fans. Thank you for coming on. Of course. Let's make it, let's make it fun and interesting. Well, oh, we left off. Has been. <laughs> we left off. You were talking about Arizona and the, the, pro- the promotions there. You trained out of there as well. Um, yeah. You, do, you have an incredible moveset, man, including the Nightmare Pendulum where you finish people off so viciously, man. You also have incredibly strong suplexes, overhead suplexes, man. So, it's like, how much do you bench, man? Uh, <laughs> wow. Sure. I mean, I, I tried to find out once, but the gym ran out of weight. So, we're trying our best to contact NASA. Hopefully, there's some kind of experiment we could do. But uh, until then, <laughs> the upper limits of my strength are, uh, you know, they're anybody's guess. Oh, God. Fair enough. It sure wow. looks like it when you're fucking people up, that's for sure. <laughs> well, see, the trick is to have no regard for your opponent's well-being. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's an important fact that's always missing. <laughs> Watch people, the people, eat. People nowadays, everyone wants to be brother-brother handshake. I love you. Thanks for the match. No, 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 no. You guys got to go in there thinking you want to turn somebody inside out. And uh, that, that's how you have a good wrestling match. That's that's your mentality going into into the fight, right? It's, oh, it's a fight. Hey. Like, you're you're hitting them. I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> See, and, Listen, and, and we saw your eyes when you were facing Savio Vega. That was definitely but, your intention. Listen, Monday through, you know, Thursday or Friday, the shit I put up with in my day-to-day life, <laughs> I trick <laughs> all of that out <laughs> when I'm mm. wrestling. So, yeah. Mm. 
Was there any sport when you were uh, younger as a child that had that same, was that same vehicle for you to kind of get that um, anger out? So, you know, funny enough, when I was young, I was a, I was a scrawny little dude. I didn't really, I, I sucked at sports. I was really, really bad really? at sports. Oh, I was always like, uh, I was always like the last kid picked. Uh, wow. Yeah. Like I, I legit remember doing like the physical tests in PE and I like, I was never able to even do like a pull up. Like I was always like last in push-ups, not even to do a pull-up, and that like bothered me. Like that like scarred me, you know. And I think that's a <laughs> obviously part of like my weird mental condition where I have to work out like seven hours a day now. But uh, yeah, man, I remember that. But I like I remember I always had like a fascination with strength and you know big guys. Like I remember when I watch WWE. I was like always like man, I want to be huge like Triple H, you know. So it's like. Uh, since then, like, I, you know, obviously I got into working out, but back in school, like I didn't have like sports. I really played like I always tried, but I never really committed. So I was, I was a musician, believe it or not. So I was like wow. playing drums and guitar and stuff. So, holy shit, uh, you know, in a weird way, that was kind of like the prerequisite because uh, I learned uh, the performer's mindset. You know, and I, was, mm. I got comfortable being on stage and performing and, you know, put myself out there. So some people come into wrestling and they're really good athletes, but they get like nervous in front of people. I was kind of the opposite. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, pro wrestling's own Captain America. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it makes sense, man, because you have presence um, when you're out there performing, man. So it, it definitely makes sense that you come, you see it from a performer standpoint, right? Yeah, for sure. And are you going back like on your yearbook and sending pictures to bitches that were like mean to you back then and shit? You're like, <laughs> you're like this is what I look like now, baby. Look at me now. <laughs> you know what? Like every, every once in a while, like, you know, I almost uh, wish I had uh, uh, some some social media under my mortal name because, uh, you know, ain't nobody from high school searching up Hammerstone. But sometimes I, I want them to see. But, you know, believe it or not, like I didn't even go to my like 10 year high school reunion because I was like. Like, I could show up, like, it was literally, like, a couple miles from my house, but it's, like, I don't even care anymore. Like, my eyes are on the future, not on the past, so mm. it is what it is. Fantastic, man. When near future is bright. Well, That's you don't have no so. problem Shit. with social media these days, though, man, like... Like, when a, a troll hits you up and starts saying some shit, like, you really quick with it, man. You, you're good with the responses. I always wonder, like, what do they think? Like, I am pretty much, like, so... I mean, as far as, like, what I bring to the table wrestling-wise, you know, I look good on the posters, but I fucking talk good. I'm good on the microphone. I always, That's my selling point. So I don't know what these people think they're doing coming at me on Twitter when I'm, like, paid to be witty. And, like, so it's like, what do you, how do you think this is going to end? But honestly, more often than not, my favorite uh, thing to do lately is when somebody trolls me. Because nine out of ten times, I go and I click on their profile and they're, like, some you know, 400-pound neckbeard who lives in their mom's basement. Oh my so, <laughs> I, I Armchair bookers and shit. Yeah. I won't even write a response. I'll just go to their profile, screenshot a picture of them, and then post that as my response with oh no my text. Because it's, oh. it's almost just like a, like, you know this is what you look like, right? <laughs> like, and that's all I have to say. Like, after that, it's like, checkmate, what? I'm out, peace. Um, wow. What's the dumbest shit that they've told you online? Like, what's the worst like comment they've given you and stuff i mean people run their i i really don't care but like the only thing is like when it's like in a weird context like nowadays like there's a huge uh you know there's like the huge like social justice warrior right. like push amongst uh 
amongst wrestlers and amongst wrestling fans. You know, it's like, oh, you know, the wrestling community is this safe space. And it's really weird because, like, they're deciding at a very strange rate, like, what has been traditionally, like, the way a heel acts. They're saying, now you can't act that way or we're going to retweet you and get you blocked on your promotion. And it, whatever, I don't really care. But it's just funny sometimes. Like, I've seen the same fans who are mad, like, you know, I saw something where some wrestler used uh, the, a gay slur. Like, uh, you know, he called somebody in the audience the F word. And oh, that wow. was all he did. But they were calling on Twitter to retweet it. And they were saying, uh, ban this guy. If you book this guy, we're not going to support your show. And wrestlers were sharing it. And most importantly, like, tons of fans were retweeting this. I had, like, 600 retweets. Pretty much ruined this wrestler's career, you know. Mm. But then the same guy who I saw retweet that, the first place I saw it, I post something on uh, Twitter. Hey, you guys don't have like an. Like, I can cuss on your show, right? Yeah, oh, yeah of course. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So yeah, so he, the same guy who said this guy should be kicked out of wrestling because he called somebody an fag. That same guy, uh, I post something and he said, "Fuck you, you steroid piece of shit. I hope wow. you die." Wow. And I'm like, man, get your priorities straight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you want to be Mister like nice guy, we all have to hold hands and kiss each other. Like, okay, sure. Like, you can you can have that mentality, but keep it real. Don't just pick, like, pick and choose, like, yeah. you know. His moral fiber is fucking sus. Yeah, so, that, I mean, I don't care. I, I really don't care what you say to me on Twitter. Like, no matter what you do, you're never going to please all masters. You could have, you know, nine people think you're the greatest thing in the world, and then that tenth guy is going to say you're seriously the worst. So, it really doesn't matter. You can try not to focus on that. But I, I do get a kick out of uh, – Sometimes just like searching up my name and seeing what people were willing to say, <laughs> <laughs> and just I mean, firing I, back, right? It just ammunition, right? <laughs> uh, so, you know, sometimes sometimes I'm feeling squirrely and I, I kick back at it. <laughs> sometimes just you know let it slide because I was always told you don't punch down, right? Hey, that's right, that's right. So 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 you know, social media is one thing, but what about when you're performing? What's the craziest shit a fan has said or done? Oh man, so. The, the, I mean, the craziest thing what, and what's, what's rough is because, like, you know, I try to explain to people, like, you know, you can think you understand, like, pro wrestling or, you know, oh, it's just, a, it's just, you know, I know, like, there's a lot of guys nowadays who really want to say it's, you know, fake and play fight and, you know, just, oh, we're just actors and, you know, whatever. But it's like for me to perform the way I do and for, to put on the show I do. I have to get in the mindset that I'm going out there to kill people and like that I'm this like unstoppable force. And that's the mindset I'm in. And it's like, I 100% believe what I say, what I do, the way I act, the way I carry myself. So when some fans start to jaw jacking with me, you know, I'm not like, Ooh, let's get some heat. Like it's like a real thing. And the thing mm. is some of these fans just like think they're playing with the show. And I've had people like act like they're going to jump the guardrail or touch the wrestlers. You know, I actually had to, like, you know, drop some some fire on the audience when I was in Vegas over the weekend because uh, a couple of weeks ago at the show, there's somebody in their mouth and off, their mouth and off, their mouth and off. And I say, hey, OK, get over the barrier. Step over the barrier. Let's see if you, you know, because he's saying, oh, I'll kick your ass. I'll kick your ass. I say, OK, step over the barrier. And he starts to come over. And finally, oh, like his his girlfriend or mom or whatever the creature was. <laughs> with, that's oh, my God. Probably, probably the same. Yeah, probably <laughs> the same. Like finally, they stopped him. But it's like I had to explain, like, once you cross that line, it's fair game for us. And it's like mm. you can think whatever you want, but like it's not going to be ha ha. We're getting heat. So I just I'm just always blown away when fans like I don't know if it's like a they're really that mad 
that they're <laughs> trying to fight us or if they're just like trying to turn the show to be centered around them. But yeah, like, it's, once it's you never climb... a good idea. Yeah, once you climb the barricade, like, what do you think the fuck is going to happen? Like, oh, we're going to engage in fucking dialogue now? Like, we're part of the yeah, show? I mean, so so that's always one thing. Like, And so it's only happened to me once where I was in a match and somebody ran into the ring. And, oh. like, so I'm not one of those guys who's like, oh, yeah, let's be gratuitous and just beat them to a pulp. Like, but I, something in my brain was just like, it was like the spider sense, you know? It was a react <laughs> before I can really even think about what's happening. All I know is some random guy from the audience is sliding into the ring under the bottom rope. And before I could even think, I just punted him square in the oh, face. Shit. <laughs> and, nice. And that was it. He was done. Like he got, he was out. And wow. I was like, but I mean, and I'm not, I'm not bragging about beating somebody up who was probably just trying to have like a, you know, be a drunk, funny moment. Like in his head, I'm not proud of that. I'm not like, Oh, right. I'm so cool. But it was, just, I'm just saying like, my mind is at a certain place when I'm in there. And so when they come into the ring, you know, they know they're not supposed to be there. Like I'm, I'm not going to be held accountable for whatever happens to you. That's my point. <laughs> no, no. Safety first, man. Right. I mean, you don't know what, he, what he's, what, what's really in his head either. So yeah, for and, sure. And, the, and these days, you know, with the crazy shit that happens, you really never know. Nah, that's I'm a don't. part of integrity of any performance, man, sports event performance, whether you're on stage as a musician or a Broadway show, or professional wrestling. I mean, you gotta appreciate the show behind the scenes. You, yeah, for sure. The... I mean, like the the fans are definitely you know more of a part of the show than in some of the other performance arts. You know, especially on an indie level where we do right. have like a lot of fan interaction. But don't get carried away. You know, don't don't like if if we're kind enough to bring you into the show by you know the way we do. Don't take it. Don't abuse that by you know trying to step into the ring or trying to touch the performers or smack somebody or spit on somebody or anything like that, you know? You ever had a, you ever had to really sock a motherfucker? Uh, Fan-wise or in the yeah. ring? Yeah, like, just in the fan, like, you Ooh, in the crowd, both. not... Yeah, Ooh, well. man, uh, there's one story that's, uh... So... <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! That's the I'll one. Try, yes. no, so, 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 safe to say, MLW, be careful. <laughs> because so, Selena sure. told us some shit, too. <laughs> you you guys ever heard of uh, PCW Ultra in California? Yeah. Yes. All right, so I'm at PCW, and uh, it was, like, past intermission. So, like, it was, like, the second half of the card. All the main events were going on. I believe the main event that night was Rob Van Dam versus Pentagon. So it was, like, a huge mm. deal, you know? And uh, there was a couple of us, like, out because we had already been selling merch. So we're out front. And uh, I kind of, from a, from a distance, see, like uh, – some stuff going down like there's some fans arguing i guess they had been uh talking shit to the promoter and then they tried to go backstage and like follow him to the back oh, and some of the boys were around kind of escorting these guys away like trying to talk some sense into him and i see all i can see is i'm far away there's a guy named jr kratos who's about 300 pounds um there's jeff cobb there's fatu oh, and then my there's like, my, my boy gallo all around these guys so oh I'm like, oh, so in my head, I'm like, oh, I don't need to walk over there and just add, you know, fuel to the fire. They got this. Like, nothing's going to happen. Look at, you know. But, you know, the guys keep yelling, and they're moving towards my direction, away from the backstage. But And they're moving kind of towards me. And I just, they keep yelling. They keep screaming. So I'm kind of like, kind of meander over. Like, you know, like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, I'm not getting involved, but I, like, I need to be close to make sure nothing goes down. 
And then by the time it's right in front of me, one of the guys just rears back and he punches uh, my boy in the face. Oh, shit. And, my God. man, I, so the <laughs> one of them got a broken <laughs> nose. The other one, I choked. Uh, I didn't break his nose. My friend broke his nose. My friend Gallo. He punched, he punched him from about three inches away because he had his finger in his face pointing at him like, hey, look around you. Don't do that. And then once he, like, his friend threw a punch, he just right. turned his, his fi- pointer finger. He turned it into a fist and just... Boom! Exploded that guy's nose. Fucking a Mr. Miyagi <laughs> fucking yeah. close punch. Exactly, and I, I I choked the other dude out, and uh, he started tapping like like <laughs> what? You know, you he know, started you tapping a tap in a in a street fight. But the thing what? is, like, <laughs> I I snapped no, into like no, this submission. mode. Like I had to like I had to put a you know put a stop to this. And that night after after those guys got kicked out and everything, somebody came up to me and they said, hey. Jacob Fatu told me to say bye to you. And I was like, why didn't he say bye to me? He said he, he, said he was all scared of you because when you were choking that dude out, you got those crazy bubba rings up the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Listen, man, there's a, it's a known street rule, man. When you're on a squabble, you know what I mean? There's a back and forth. Once somebody throws a punch, it's over. That's it. That's there's it. No, there's no tap outs. Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yo, madness comes in. You know what I mean? Exactly. So my my so claim Fatu, to fame is, is uh, still scared of you right now, bro. I mean, <laughs> he. It, all I'm saying is, if you could ever get him on a podcast and you bring up that story, he will tell it way better than I do. Oh man! <laughs> so Sensei you better watch out for his for his title then, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, who knows, man? If, if our paths cross, I might have to get all Bubba Ray Dudley on his ass. Hey. <laughs> how about how about in the ring? You ever had to get Bubba Ray Dudley for real on in the ring? Uh, you know, stuff happens. Uh, usually guys, you know, kind of act up a little bit and uh, you could put them down real quick. I've only had like one time where I turned into like a straight up fight in the middle of the ring. But, uh, you know, I, I honestly don't even want to throw that name out there. But uh, it was just one of those situations where like this guy, who's he's pretty good. You know, he's got he's good in the ring. He's got a good look, but he's just got such a crap attitude that like mm. once I had this experience with him, you know, I did my best to kind of like not even you know, Barry's bury him or like not even like tell anybody about it really, because, you know, I was just like, you know what, like maybe he and I just didn't click that night and uh, I don't need to, you know, go around trying to trash somebody. But then, you know, the more I kept my ear to the ground, everybody else had a story just like that about the guy. So it's just funny to know that, uh, that, uh, you know, some people might have all the tools in the world, but their crappy attitude is, uh, is going to be what holds them back. So. It is what it is, but yeah, there was only one time where I was like trading full on blows, you know, uh, in the ring. So let we'll see if uh, if anyone ever gets that dumb again. <laughs> <laughs> Any specific names you we want to prefer to work with in the future, in the near future? And I'm all man, you know, that's that's a hard question because uh, people always ask me that, and I've been really fortunate in like the last you know two three years to work with like pretty much the the best talent out there um what is cool about mlw specifically is um there's a lot of those guys that i haven't either i either i haven't gotten to wrestle or i haven't got to wrestle on like a grand stage like fatu and i for example we've wrestled you know a handful of times but to wrestle at mlw on that stage you know Mm. would be next level you know guys like tom lawler who i want to wrestle and you know um Nice. Man, there, a nice there, there's, there's a lot of guys there, you know. Um, it's like, our roster is like so diverse. So it's like, 
it's, it's just interesting. I've never had a singles match with Teddy Hart. You know, I'd probably have to take mm. 40 moonsaults on a couple Canadian destroyers, but just, <laughs> hey, that's that's part of the game when you wrestle old Teddy. I'll sign up for that match. Word, word. <laughs> Well, the Dynasty and the Heart Foundation have been picking up steam, man, and you you definitely got your um your your kicks in with Pillman and Davy Boy. We we peeped that 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 championship match was dope, by the way. Oh, with Pillman, oh yeah, God, amazing. And you and Davy Boy tore the house down. Yo, you and Davy Boy had a crazy match. Y'all had a a dope sequence like with suplexes where what you suplex him and he pop up and suplex you, and then you pop vice versa. That was dope, man. Yeah, well, Davy's the big boy. He's uh. He's uh, cut from, uh, I'd like to say I'm cut from the same cloth, you know, because I have a lot of respect for Davey, whether, you know, whether we get along with the hearts or not, you know, I think he's one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. Mm. And uh, to have that combination of guys who could who can go with the technique, the size, the power, the speed, the agility, it's kind of rare. So I either find myself wrestling guys where I'm the big guy and I'm throwing them around or they're way heavier than me and I'm doing my best to like, you know, bring the speed and the agility. But with Davey, we both, it's like we were the creative wrestlers who had all the stats maxed up to 10 and we're like, yes. all right, let's, you know, you, you want to do this? I'm going to do that. You want to do this? I'm going to do that. And oh. uh, it was just a game of us trying to one up each other. And for every time he hit me hard, I tried to hit him harder and geez, that guy hits like he's going in for the kill. Like <laughs> I, I, I guarantee that the forearms he threw in our match can knock out a, a normal dude on any given really game. that's wow. no joke that's 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 a straight up shoot and uh man he's a I, i'm hoping for a rematch you know because i feel like we got some unfinished business i okay. know we got this this pay-per-views coming up oh. and uh i'm just thinking like you know whoever they put me with like, i'm gonna be on that pay-per-view because they've already said there's gonna be four title matches and I'm going to be in Japan while they uh, they have their Dallas event. So I'm not going to be there to defend my title. So that means when we come in our pay-per-view, I'm still going to have that championship. So it oh. means I have a guaranteed spot on this uh, pay-per-view. Absolutely. The people want Hammerstone. Come on now. We all know the facts. Shit. So I come guess it's now. just up to see uh, whatever happens in Dallas to see who earns mm. their ticket. And uh, we'll see uh, we'll see what happens. Actually, I might have to defend my championship while I'm in Japan. So... Who knows? I could be eating my words, but yeah. How do I you do. feel? How do you feel about that tour coming up? Man, uh, it's super exciting. It's a huge uh, privilege. I, uh, you know, when I signed with MLW, my my goal was to become the face of the company. Was to become one of the front runners, and I feel like I'm doing pretty good for myself. Uh, you know, seven months in, um, so to be so to be in the position where I'm representing our company. Um, you know, basically the first one of our guys to go over yeah. while we, we build this partnership. Uh, it's it's awesome. I'd, I'd be happy to go over to Noah and wrestle regardless, but to know that I'm going to have the MLW Openweight Championship and be representing our brand over there, it's just mm. the next level. And not only that, um, they're going to be uh, sending the footage to us. So the matches I do in Japan are going to be airing on MLW television in the United States. Awesome. Oh, wow. Awesome. That's big. That is big, man. Get all the eyes possible on that product, man. Yeah. And to be honest, man, personally, I feel this could be the next best thing after that whole ROH New Japan partnership, man, because we all know ROH hasn't been doing, making as much as noise as MLW has the past couple of months, to be honest. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so I'm obviously, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, bury any other company, um, but all I can say is, you know, some guys, you know, come out and try to do, you know, a big fireworks show and, you know, stuff. But, like, 
MLW has just been like that constant grind where it's like making moves one at a time, stuff like, you know, it's like a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. We're slowly climbing that ladder. We're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to jump off the top of the building. So it's like the growth has been stable. It's been consistent and it, we backed it up. You know, when we tour in a new city, we sell it out. When we, you know, announce a new pay-per-view, it's like the, you know, the buzz is already going, you know? So it's like, I'm really excited. And I think Noah, especially right now, has some of the best wrestlers in Japan. Like, just mm. the guys in my block. I'm like, the matches they've already announced for me are, like, nuts. It's like, so it's going to it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens and to see what Noah guys end up coming over to the States to wrestle for MLW. And, and that's what I feel like MLW does a very fantastic job of, of like, letting the talent shine. And all facets of the business. I mean, with you, this opportunity that you have right now, are all the other talents kind of having their hands on the product, man. You, you, it's really allowing it to shine. You mentioned this tournament. Who are you looking forward to matching up against the most? Um, I mean, I, I'm. I, I'd probably have to say Marfuji. Marfuji mm. is probably probably the one because I like mm. I just out of all the guys, he's the most I've seen. To be honest. Um, and I just like sometimes, you know, I watch like, you know, I, like I, I've had, I had one of my friends tell me this the other day, I, you know, and when I was in Vegas, he was basically said, like, I know that you can go when someone else can go. I know you have a gas tank to just mm. keep, keep, keep going and beating the hell out of someone. So he's like, so that's what I want to see with Mar Fuji. It's like, so he's hoping we, we get, you know, a 20 minute match. And so am I. So it's like, Ooh, nice. And, Sign uh, me up for that shit. Yeah, yeah that's magical the, right there. The thing, about, uh, the thing about, you know, working in Japan is there's obvi- obviously the language barrier, you know? So it's, mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, they might not be familiarized with what I do, and I not, might not be familiarized with all they do. And uh, I think that has the potential to spark a lot more interesting of a match because you get away from this kind of mechanical blueprint of mm. uh, two guys just, you know, going out there and, you know, performing kind of cookie-cutter stuff you get two guys who are really out there jockeying for position instead. And uh, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to produce some good stuff. They, you know, they say that body language is the, the most important communicator, and pro wrestling is the biggest evidence of that, man, because, you, like you said, that, that language barrier plays a role, but you've seen time and time again that it really doesn't even matter. You know, if you yeah. have chemistry with the person, if you're able to see if they're professionals, if they're technicians, you're going to see magic in the making, man. And that match right there, if that ends up being the case, good Lord, sign me up for that shit twice (laughs) on Tuesday. (laughs) The the, the only problem is I think I I have 12 or 14 shows over there in like 30 days. And I'm Mm. pretty sure the first day I get there off the plane, after like a 13-hour flight, I'm pretty sure that first day I have to wrestle. Or maybe it's the following day, but I know it's going to be a crazy travel schedule. It's going to be crazy demanding. But basically, I'm just hoping I can eat enough food and go to the gym often enough to not lose any muscle. That's okay. my biggest concern. <laughs> okay. That's going to be tough. There's a lot of wrestling in those 30 days. That's a lot yeah. of shake weights. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to bring a, a, a carry-on bag just packed full of like, tuna and oatmeal. So. Mm. <laughs> just fucking cheese whiz. The man, the man is a specimen. Man. I'm sure he has no problems. He'll be all right. Quick yeah, question, I'll, I'll, though, I'll, man. Let's hear you it. Wear, you wear jeans when you wrestle. 
What's the secret behind that, man? <laughs> what is the secret? The secret is to find the jeans that have the most uh, highest percentage of spandex blend in them. Otherwise, oh, okay. otherwise it's game over, man. Can you name drop right now? <laughs> man, I'll JP, you looking for stretchy jeans right now? Hell yeah, man. Listen, <laughs> when you have big thighs, bro, and you short, the, the jeans are a fucking problem, bro. Listen, bro, <laughs> tell me about it, dog. Look, I'm going to be straight up with you. I, I I don't search for a certain brand. I just hit up Amazon and type in what, if I'm looking for white, white, white stretchy men's jeans. If I look red, if I want them ripped, I just, that's all I do. And honestly, like, I'm, I'm cheap, so I'm not spending more than, like, 20 bucks a pair. And uh, <laughs> that way, God if they damn. do suck. If they do suck, you know, who it's not no big deal, but so mm. far so good with most of them. Oh shit. See, I just so got some fucking versus... fashion advice for fucking Amistad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my fashion advice is be a cheap bastard and uh <laughs> man. Listen, man, you can wrestle in jeans, they're good enough for life. Well, I I spent so much time like re- doing wrestling gear and it's such a pain in the ass finding someone to make it. You got to design it. You know, and you spend hundred dollars on a pair of trunks, trunks, and they get ruined. So, it's you know, stop wasting the time. Just go out there, you know, the same stuff I wore to the venue and beat you up. Yeah, and, and honestly, it fits with your profile, man. Like, like the, your your entire like your animosity. For sure. I just oh, you like you ready for a street fight, man? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think it really comes down to the the idea that like. Pro wrestling has shifted. You know, you got these guys like wearing neon tights and they're putting rhinestones on them and they're creating their own characters and video games. And it's just like, what are you doing? Like, you're spending so much time like being a like being a goof and like these video game wrestlers. So it's like, you know, I'm kind of like the idea like I don't care. Like, I'm not going to spend my tr- time trying to convince you that I'm the cool indie wrestler. I'm just going to go out there and beat your ass. You know. Mm. Which is works as well. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> and and it, and it works in many different promotions, <laughs> many. And you fit the bill for somebody we all know and love. <laughs> What's? <laughs> and he listens to the show, by the way. <laughs> who the fuck are you talking about? I have yeah, no well, I'm waiting to see who it is. I'm I'm waiting. Vinny fucking Mac, oh. Miss McMahon. <laughs> Come on now, really? Y'all didn't pick that up? Come I on. Not. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, that might definitely undersold that shit. <laughs> yeah. I, bro, I, I ain't even worried about old, old Vinny Mac, man. I got I got two and a half years left of the MLW, and I'm I'm looking forward to what we're able to do in that. And you know, honestly, it, it might turn into more than that because at the rate our company's growing, you yeah. know, if if they're able to offer me what I'm looking for when that contract is up, I'd prefer to stay with them because mm. our crew is awesome. Like the the people we got behind the scenes the talent we're bringing in and grown with like i'm really happy where i'm at and i'm really happy to be part of something that i feel like i'm a, a part like i'm a key player in something that's growing whereas you know sometimes talented wrestlers go somewhere else and they get lost in the shuffle in this huge you know production and Who's it's that? like Who's you know that? at a certain point you know we all gotta enjoy what we're doing paychecks are nice but you know we didn't get into this just to get rich Oof, wow. oof, not to mention passion. your free flexibility as well. Like you, they let you branch out to other other promotions and all that. You yep. can go and, and work with other other companies, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as it's not televised, I'm allowed to pretty much work anywhere. You know. Oh, and, so that's you know, the catch. On, yeah, and on another level, like you said, with the creativity, with the flexibility, uh, like you know, it's not like hey, uh, 
guys, we need you to cut a promo and say this, 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 and this. They're like, hey, Dynasty, what do you have to say? Like, or like they they just like let us roll and like that's why I, I have so much fun with the Dynasty stuff because mm. like we're just three guys goofing around with each other, having a fun time. And uh the chemistry between us, it's just natural. It's not it's not forced, it's not written mm. on a piece of paper. It's uh they pretty much just let us roll in whatever stupid shenanigans. Like, man, on the last latest episode of MLW, you know, I pretty much joked about like worrying about the wellness test. And like, I was like, there's no, there's no way that they're going to put this on TV. Sure enough, they put it on TV. Like, they That's literally you like grocery shopping today. Yeah. <laughs> Cleanse. <laughs> so, so MJF versus Hammerstone in a promo battle. Who's winning? Mm. Man, so um, MJF is one of the greatest going today. Um, obviously, I, I don't have to tell you that. That you know, mm. but uh, we're two very different promos. You know, we're two very different uh, characters. So, um, I I would like for that to happen just because uh, I think people would like see you know the different dynamics, and I think uh, that's what's great about the dynasty is it's not it's not three guys trying to be like MJF or. Th- you know, three guys trying to act a certain all way. Individuals. You know, yeah, it's all individual guys. But yeah, uh, three of you, you know, I'll, I'll bet, I'll bet on myself any day of the week. You gotta know that I'm a cocky, I'm a so, cocky so, guy. So, 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 the question is, though, are you the Rock or are you Ron Simmons in the group? No, come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> how, are gonna, how are you gonna do me like that? Hey, oh. um, uh, <laughs> I'm saying. Is I'm the national open weight champion, and then I'm flanked hey. by the, the tag team. That's all I'm saying. Okay, all right. Uh, I respect that. Hey, it's I, dangerous you know, enough that you guys are on the same side. You don't take a shit <laughs> when you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. Uh, yo, we uh, HPC was there live at at MLW Fusion, man. It was a fantastic show, man. Uh, top to bottom, the cards were amazing. Uh, the performance, and also like you can. Tell the appreciation as you guys' performers for the fans, man. Um, and that's something that was refreshing, honestly. And this comes from a group, a collective group that's been to a lot of performances from the top to the bottom. Um, and we definitely will be back at MLW. That's Do you have awesome, a specific, um, uh, specific promo that you love that you that's your favorite that you've cut? Oh man, that's that's a hard question. Um, I'm I'm the type of guy who I'm pretty much like I, I don't try to go dig up the this thing I did three years ago and show you it. I'm always just like I'm What's next? interested in the latest thing I've done. So, you know, in recent memory, you know, you know things that just catch on that we didn't think we we're gonna catch on, like talking about the Hogan tan and you know silly <laughs> stuff like that. Like, because like like I said, we're just like a couple guys goofing around, and then it ends up being something that people are you know hashtagging and repeating on Twitter and. Like that—that's the kind of stuff that I like. So, I, you know, I also don't sit around and like write promos. You know, some people try to, you know, force some unnatural, inorganic stuff, and I don't like that either. So, I don't have a favorite, but uh, pretty much like my favorite is the latest thing I'm dropping. Okay, mm. okay, that's fair enough. How do you prep for that? Like, you don't. There's no specific. Like, you just go. You, you kind of answer that anyway. Like, you just go straight off the dome, right? Yeah, I mean, so that you know, the luxury of being in uh with the dynasty is that uh we bounce off each other so even e- like even if i did have it in my head that i'm going in one direction you know then holiday chimes in and you know i play off him and max plays off me and then the next thing you know we ended up somewhere completely different so 
I, I, I'm really enjoying this, uh, this faction aspect because honestly, it's pretty much the first time in my career I've been involved in like a faction and especially one that does this much promo work. Awesome. And you know what? You, you have mentioned the chemistry you had as a faction and some of the best factions we've seen in history. That's the key point that they're just having fun. And I can tell you the dynasty is always having fucking fun, man. And it's great to see. We want to be around that all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, same here, man. When, when the, when the dynasty was first starting, I didn't even know if it was something I was, uh, you know, that really interested in at first, you know, cause I, like I said, I'd never done it. I'm kind of a glory hog, but, um, <laughs> once it started, started materializing, it's like, it's made wrestling just so fun. And I, mm. I, I honestly just hope we could get to do it for a long time coming. Mm. Oh. What's been, what's been your favorite match to be a part of? Like you ended the match and you were like, "Holy shit, that was a good time." Um, you know, I I have to say, you know, similar, similar answer to like last. My last one is like, like as far as like what's in my head right now, like I'm still like off a high from that match I had with Davey because I mm. thought that was you know phenomenal. But then again, you turn the clock a little bit back and I felt that way about what I did with Pillman. But um. Mm. I've, oh, I love uh, that one, man. In recent years, like, I've, I've really, like, I've got to wrestle kind of like a who's who. Like I said, you know, I had, a, I had an awesome match with Pentagon, you know, about a year ago. I've had some really good bangers with Brian Cage, Sammy Callahan. Mm. Like, basically anything where, like, I step away from it and I'm feeling like, oh, man, I just, like, I put everything out there, you know? It's not so much about, like, oh, we nailed this spot or i hit this move the best it's just like man like we we gave it everything yeah seeing seeing you and the you and brian cage go at it 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 just made me feel like we've reached a point in wrestling where we perfected what vince used to idolize back in the day but with athleticism right it's not just a bunch of beefcakes these are some fucking athletes that are jacked right And, and just fucking can go yeah, but the the wild part about that is that you you know you're talking about two guys and, and me and Cage that you know might fit a certain ideal you know wrestler for for Vince and like we're two guys that like at this this time we're just we're not even associated with that company at all so it just goes to show you like the talent pool right now and how how, how extreme how deep it is and how many like matchups are still waiting to be seen. Mm. It's a, a great time to be a fucking wrestling fan. Yes, it is. Yes, sir. Hammerstone, man. Uh, I, I really thank you, man. I don't want to take, take up too much of your time, but we usually close up with a, with a lightning round. Um, around the chair <laughs> shots. Around, around the chair, chair shots. shots is what we call it. And I mischief. We'll take it over. Sure. Handle the mischief. All right. Thank you. If you would shut the fuck up, I'd really appreciate it. I'm excited, bro. <laughs> I feel All the right. energy Hammerstone giving us. I'm giving it back, bro. <laughs> so, Hammerstone, what's your favorite cheat meal? Uh, burgers and beer. Burgers oh, and beer. Wow. Uh, favorite movie? Uh, maybe Fight Club. Oh, mm. dope, dope. Uh, superpower, if you could have one. Uh, well, I mean, super strength is all right and all, but... <laughs> He's like, I, I have that already. He's like, I got that. No, no, okay. Going back, uh, probably time manipulation. 
Ooh. Anywhere you want to go back in time specifically? Like you want to check some oh, shit? No, no, no. I, I ain't trying to go back in time. I'm probably trying to more like slow it down, freeze it. Mm. You know, that, that kind of that kind of nonsense. Why? He's, he's thinking like that. He's not even 30, folks. Check them these. Worst purchase you've ever made? Oh, man. Oh, man. This, this is... Uh, probably, probably a guitar off of a Craigslist. I remember being oh, super wow. stoked, super stoked for this thing. And then I got it home and it was just a piece of garbage, uh, <laughs> but I did, Man. I did sell it for a hundred dollars more than I paid for it. So nice. wow. okay. Okay. Right. I win in, I win in the end. How many weeks ago was this? <laughs> oh, no, no, this was, this was years ago, brother. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, you uh, were saying how frugal you were before. My bad. because <laughs> nah, JP bought a guitar. He's never touched it. That's why. No. <laughs> how did the guitar break before I even know how to play it? <laughs> that shit committed suicide on you, bro. That shit <laughs> yeah, it, don't touch it's, me. It's, it's trying to save itself. <laughs> what uh? <laughs> What's the dumbest way you've ever been injured? Where you're like, holy shit, I can't believe that happened. Oh, man. Doing the pendulum to... Okay, so... I told you, uh, well, I don't know if this was a, uh, this might have actually it was been, not. been recorded off. So this was before when we botched the recording. Yeah, I, don't, so I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, <laughs> so I got to say the dumbest way I've been injured is on my own moves. And there's two of those because uh, one time I was wrestling a dude and he was just pissing me off, pissing me off, pissing me off, pissing me off. So I, uh, when it came time, for the finish, I tried to hit him with the nightmare pendulum, but I tried to put some extra stink on it. Uh, and when I slammed him into the mat, he kind of recoiled back up. Oh. I ended up tearing up my shoulder, tearing my shoulder, tearing my pec, and tearing my bicep tendon. Holy Damn. shit. Ugh. About a month later, I still wasn't even supposed to be wrestling, but I'm dumb. So I was <laughs> wrestling, and uh, I gave a guy a bicycle kick. And tore my meniscus. Oh, what the fuck? Which leg was it? What's that? Which leg was it? My right leg. Fuck. So both both times, my own moves that I hit to this day. Just goes to show you never know. This was an acid drop. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Vic Vic got hurt doing an acid drop on me. (laughs) Self-proclaimed king of uh, multitasking. Are you doing pushes right now? <laughs> oh, man, I just, I just got home and my freaking, uh, my dogs are going wild. So I was, uh, how many dogs you got, man? I got two. Fantastic. What type of dogs? One's a German Shepherd and the other one's a Pitbull Husky. Oh, he got fucking dogs. Yeah, she, oh, Pitbull Husky. Mm. Oh, him. <laughs> oh, dog. I'm um, glad you didn't have cats. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm not a cat guy. My girlfriend is, but uh, she's always trying to convince me to get one, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. There you yeah. go. <laughs> don't introduce her to Teddy Hart. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's a useless talent you have? Um, probably everything I do in the ring. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not useless. It's getting you checks. I'm saying, though. I'm, I'm like a robot. I just do the same stuff over and over again. My oh. bad, man. We, you cut off. We couldn't hear anything just until now. <laughs> oh, hello? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's 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 too bad, man. I went on this whole 
whole rant about my useless talents, and I just <laughs> holy shit. Damn. To part was, two, folks. Great. <laughs> the best content on all of this was not recorded. <laughs> Holy shit! We're re- like, we're really gonna have to like, get it together like another week or another month. <laughs> no, this is definitely been fun. Go ahead, Mister. Keep it going, fucking going. Go ahead. All right, all right. What's more important in the match, the face or the heel? Mm. <laughs> well, um, uh, I mean that. That's nitpicking, but like I, in theory, I guess a show doesn't even draw without somebody to to care about, right? Mm. If you just had all great heels beating up on nobodies and jabronis, ain't nobody gonna pay to see that. Fair point. Uh, who is your favorite heel? Oh, probably uh, myself. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Ding ding ding. Anybody. I, I, if, if, if I was going to answer that question, I'd be more about, like, looking at movies and other form of media than okay. just, you know? Yeah, sure. Once like, again, the performer like standpoint. Yeah. Like so who? Like, who would you say? Like, you know, if you watch, like, if my, I was talking about Fight Club being my favorite movie. If you watch something like Tyler Durden, where it's like, mm-hmm. man, I, I think what's lost in wrestling these days is people just, like, they try to come up with, like, this absurd, kooky stuff. And, um... They don't base anything like they have no reason why they're doing stuff. So you could watch a movie like Fight Club or basically any good movie with like a good villain, and they it's not they're ju- they're not just doing chaotic stuff. They're not just trying to be bad or mean. It's like everything is with a purpose, and in their mm. mind, they're completely justified. What's your favorite role to play, the face or the heel? Oh, man, I. Was- I'm pretty much the same guy, no matter how I show up. But uh, mm. more, more often than not, I'm a, I'm a bad baby. And uh, just for the simple reason that I don't have to. There's less rules, you know? I don't have to worry about how I engage with the fans. You know, I don't have to step on eggshells. Like, like I, you know, we were kind of alluding to earlier, you know, mm. these days, like, people are trying to, like, police pro wrestling and always talk about what's okay. And uh, where I'm at right now, I got to say, well... I don't care. Okay. So, I, recently on Twitter, I saw some some guys like making a thread talking about how I, I said soy boy on MLW TV. And they were talking about how that could be a banned phrase in wrestling. What? And my, my response was, only a soy boy would say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If I, if I was, a, if I was like Mr. Clean Cup Babyface, I'd have to be like, you know what? I, you know, I never thought about how that could hurt your feelings. So I'll stop saying that. Sorry. <laughs> but but see, that would be true to your character, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what though? That that response was so good that even they were laughing. What uh? Do you have any pre-show rituals? Mm. <laughs> you know what? Um, funny enough, like, I used to. I used to have you know. Uh, I used to always do a cough drop, which was like. Ricola. It's just something that I did ever since my uh, my very first match. You know, I used to like do these like certain warm ups and stretches and all this stuff. And then like over time, like you just get into these things where like, for example, um, I don't know if you guys might have heard this story because I you know I've told it on a couple of different shows. But you know, the time when I wrestled Pillman for the national championship. Mm. my flight ended up getting delayed like six or seven hours. Oh, and, shit. Uh, 
So I had to get in my wrestling gear at the airport, fly on the plane wearing my gear. I had to leave my check bag at the airport. I just had a car waiting for me. I ran to the car, got in the car, drove straight to the venue. And as I'm getting in the venue, I go up to someone, when are we on? They say, you're, you're up next. Holy uh, shit. You know, <laughs> Holy so shit. Once you start, like, you know, wrestling on the level where I'm at right now, like some, with a travel, you know, and doing multiple tapings or you know, multiple uh, matches and a taping, any kind of pre-show ritual that you're married to, sooner or later you end up thrown out the window because you have to. And then soon enough, it's, you know, your new ritual is just having your gear on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mitchell, did you allow me to ask a question? Yeah, that's it. Hammerstone, what are your three flight must-haves? Uh, a window seat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a neck pillow. Mm. And um, protein bars. Wow. I don't Folks. care if I'm eating an hour flight. I'm not going to make it without eating. Jesus. Those are the three things he cannot live without on a flight. That's amazing. <laughs> You're burning calories as as you live. <laughs> Man, so, what's one message you want to just leave everybody with? Uh, man, that's. And I feel like I need to talk about world peace or something. Nah, fuck <laughs> <laughs> all uh, that. <laughs> follow me on Twitter. That's breaking kayfabe. <laughs> Man, uh, shit. I don't know. Uh, if, if anybody out there is on the fence about MLW, I'd say start watching it. Go mm. back. We have, like, it's one of the only shows that's as accessible as it is. It's on YouTube, for Christ's sakes. So, like, in my experience, like, in the last couple months, I just keep hearing people who go, oh, man, I finally watched that. It's so good. And I don't hear people who go, man, oh, so I finally checked out a show. It kind of sucked. So I just feel like uh, we're kind of uh, hanging out in this area where, like, some people, like – have heard about it, but they haven't really watched it. So if anybody's sitting on the fence, my message is go today, go check out YouTube. Uh, here, I'll be a self uh, kind of arrogant guy. I, w- I want you to go and watch the episode where it's Hammerstone versus Davy Boy Smith. If Aye. that ep- doesn't hook you, then uh, then I quit. That, that That's it. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Listen, here at HBC Podcast, we are definitely supporters of MLW. We cover the show. Uh, multiple times with our, within our episodes, man. Um, we've been there live, and it's definitely one of the top promotions in the world. Uh, definitely, our eyes will be on it always, man. And we're going to follow that Jap- uh, Japanese tour that you have coming up. That's going to be fun to watch. Project Noah. <laughs> there you go. Right on, guys. Right, thank but thank you, you so time, much, man. man. We appreciate it. Hey, thank you guys. Sorry about all the technical difficulties. Oh, don't worry about <laughs> oh, You are apologizing. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, <of course. laughs> thank you for your time, brother. Appreciate it. We appreciate right, it, man. Best of luck with those groceries and those drugs, man. <laughs> 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 we'll see you at the next show, man.